Welcome everyone to Thursday Night Team Call. I'm Mike Edwards, and thank you, Eunice, for welcoming everyone to the call tonight. Really excited about tonight's call because I think it gets back to some fundamentals. And the theme is about everyone deserves your time. And, you know, we're in a business of service. We really are. I mean, we have, uh, Isagenix has a, an amazing nutrition line system. People get amazing health benefits. But the, but the relationship between the product and the business is you. You're like the glue. And when we understand that we're the glue between the two, then that means the way this network marketing thing works for those who are business-minded is it's all about service. It's about you giving of yourself, giving yourself of your time, energy, investing in yourself so you have some skills to share and help build other leaders in the business. But it's all about service. It's about serving others. And if we remember that, then we don't get so frustrated when people are not where we want them to be or what we thought they would be or they would be doing the things we thought they would do because everybody works at their own pace. Uh, there's things that happen in life. And so if we just have a heart of service, we can relax and not get frustrated but just continue to give out and give out with the strategy, with intention. And so tonight is really a little bit about talking about some of those details that go along with that in the mindset and – uh, I would just say that when you become a leader in this business, um, it's not that you're at the top, it's you're really at the bottom. That means you're all about everyone else. So uh, tonight I really want to welcome, uh, gosh, this gal, is a, she's a friend of ours, but she is Michelle Schaefer and her, and her wonderful husband Bobby. They've been in the profession almost 12 years. And they have three children, 26, 23, and 13. But I'm telling you, if you look at her, it's like you think she wouldn't have any, any child over 10. And uh, they've been in Isagenics about three and a half years or so. They've, been, they've won the Isoderby team. They've, uh, been, they've earned the top achievers for the last three years in a row. They're in the global top 100 income earners in Isagenics. That's a, a major accomplishment in such a short time. She's been selected Woman of Isagenics in 2015. They just recently won seven-star Golden Circle, which means they're just one star away from maxing out their business center, which is around 700 plus thousand a year. They're close to becoming Isagenics millionaires sometime this summer, I imagine. And I just can't say enough about Michelle Schaefer. So I just want to, I mean, I tell you, isn't that a lot of good stuff? All that stuff that's happening with them, but I tell you, there's something behind it that we want to hear about. So I want to welcome to the call tonight, Michelle Schaefer. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Well, we're so glad to have you and honored that you take the time to share with us a little bit tonight. And um, a lot of people don't realize sometimes that we're not financially linked. And this is the beauty of our, the Isagenics culture, that a lot of us, we support each other for the bigger cause of helping others. So, and Michelle is like, kind of one of the queens of that, I would say. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't think I'm a queen of anything except for laundry, but I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll start with the laundry, I guess. So, <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people don't know you, Michelle, and they, they will know you eventually, but can we just get like a little glimpse of before Isagenics? Because you guys have some amazing experience and insight into Isagenics and also just in the industry, right? So. Oh, for sure. Well, Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, actually, my background before I ever got involved in network marketing, um, before I met Bobby, I was a hairdresser here in Temecula, California for um, I think it was about a t almost 12-year total. 
and um, I had heard about network marketing because, of course, I'm sure everybody on your team, they all are pre- prospecting their hairdresser. Well, I had been prospected many, many times of, you know, for different various companies. I just was never interested because I never knew anybody personally that I ever made money. I heard the stories, you know, so-and-so's cousin's brother's friend's neighbor is making X amount of money, but it, I never knew anybody. So I just wasn't interested because it didn't seem like a profitable enough business. Well, um, when I met my husband, Bobby, on a blind date, he was the number two income earner in a company. And just for you know, m- meaningless trivia, he was the number two earner in a company where uh, that was where him and Kathy Coover met. She was also a distributor in that company and rising up the ranks very, very quickly. He had been there a little bit longer than her. And um, so we, uh, I got to watch the the success side of network marketing for a couple of years before I jumped in. I jumped in basically because I felt like I needed to make a very, very quick shift, but I didn't want to lose income. Um, I wanted time and, you know, all the reasons we all get involved in network marketing. Um, so I, I have been in the profession for 12 years, just about. Bobby's been in for like 26 years. Um, we've been distributors in a handful of companies. We've both worked corporately for companies. Um, Bobby's done more things corporately than I have. And then we actually started our own company in, at the end of 2010. We were the co-founders. Bobby was the CEO. I was the president. And we had investors. Uh, two, a little over two years into it, at one of our quarterly board meetings, they said, we're switching gears with the company, and you guys are gone. So we had poured every single ounce of everything we had, you know, financially, physically, mentally, into this company. And then in, within 15 minutes of that meeting, we were out in the parking lot like, Oh my gosh, what do we do now? And so um, that was that was how that was the start of us coming to Isogenics. <laughs> kind of a crazy story. Wow, what the? I, well, you know what? I can't even imagine what that must have been like during those times. Very emotional and stressful, I imagine. So. Uh, oh gosh, I mean, I just I was. It was very emotional for me, and I was just like, what are we going to do? You know, I mean, I guess I could always go back and do hair, but we didn't want to. We both still had just a, I mean, literally a mustard, say, a mustard seed of faith left in this profession. And we believe that when you combine all the right elements, the right company, the right ownership, the right products, the right comp plan, all of the things that, you know, the ingredients that are needed, that it was still possible. And so we were like, okay, we're, this, is, this is it. This is our last shot. <laughs> So you both of you had a chance to, to know Kathy Coover a little bit even before Isagenics, isn't that right? Bobby did. He knew her Bobby. much much more than I did. Um, mm-hmm. I I had met her and I knew of her, but he he did meetings and they knew each other. They were actually you know uh, they were cross line in another company, but they both had the same upline and so they worked together. So he knew her. And matter of fact, when Isagenics opened, Bobby stayed at their house and toured the facilities, and he was a part of Isagenics for the first nine months. And the timing wasn't right and um, he didn't stay. <laughs> oh my that's goodness! Enough. So that's enough to fight over. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, fight over now or then? So. Yeah, fight over that he didn't stay. <laughs> yeah. So he gets out, and then what happens for you guys to reconnect with Isogenics again? I mean, what was going on? So when he was here the first time, he, you know, we live in Southern California, and he was actually doing meetings with somebody crossline from him. And that guy's name is Jay Bennett. And uh, Jay Bennett actually left Isogenics briefly for a couple of years as well. But as soon as he came back, he started calling Bobby because he knew Bobby was gone. And he called Bobby every six to nine months for six years. And so when, when we got you know, booted from our own company, 
as, you know, God's timing is so perfect as he would have it, two weeks before this happened, two weeks before we got booted from our company, you know, in, in calls Jay with his consistently calling Bobby, and he said something that perked his interest. He said something about a system and this lead system or something, the system that he was using to help his team duplicate. And Bobby wanted to hear about it specifically for our company. He was absolutely not interested in joining Isagenix. He wanted to hear, you know, how Jay, who's made millions with Isagenix, was, was put, had put the, together this system. So what happened to us happened on Friday, August 31st, two weeks prior to that. Bobby set up a meeting to have lunch with Jay on Saturday, September 1st. So it was, like, meant to be. Wow. You know, that just speaks to – now, this, your, that story is not that unique in the sense of Warren Lance chasing Michael Klaus for six and a half years also, you know, um, staying in contact, constantly just being a friend, as we call it. Yeah. And uh, this is another example of, of that. And, you know, what – and this is, I think, good for everyone to hear because we tend to give up on people sometimes too early, right? Yep. And um, – Maybe you could just comment on that a little bit about your perspective on, you know, prospects you've, you've introduced Isogenics to. They never really said no, but they don't say yes. They're just kind of floating out there. They're doing something else. Maybe it's not even network marketing. It could be just a job. But what is your thoughts about that follow-up? It's it really you know if you don't follow up, but let's say let's say Jay only followed up for let's just say two years and not six. You know, when, when it was time for us to make a shift, um, you know, Jay was because of – if he had only followed up for two years, Isogenics may not have even been on our radar. And if it had, maybe it would have been with somebody else. So the, the problem with people that, that don't follow up until they get in, I mean, that's the bottom line. You follow up until somebody – until the timing is right. It's just you follow up until. You're setting them up to sign up with somebody else. So let's say he had stopped following up after two years, but somebody else picked up where he left off. When the timing was right, who's Bobby going to follow up with? And, and sign up with the person, the last person that he connected with, and that person had, you know, been there at the right time. It, it really, I try to explain this to people. When you stop following up with somebody, all you're doing is handing them over to somebody else because it's a, not a matter of yes or no. It's just a matter of when. So, gosh, this is such a great point. So let me ask you if you know this or not, but when Jay was following up with Bobby, was it just more like a kind of a social friend, how are you doing, just staying in touch call? Kind of a yeah, I mean, he would always say, "Hey, what are you doing? What's going on?" And he always made sure that he threw something out like this. Um, you know, Isogenics just came out with a new product, or, or or Isogenics just had, you know, we just have this new bonus, or you know, by the way, they, you know, they added this to the comp plan. It, it was never, there was never, a, it wasn't forced. Bobby knew exactly why he was calling, but he was always friendly and just stayed connected. He just stayed connected, and what people don't realize is. It's a compliment when you continue to follow up with somebody. People are so scared of it, you know, like, oh, I don't want to bug them. It's a compliment because there's obviously something about that person that you find valuable. And if somebody is, you know, has any understanding of this profession at all, it means that they think you're valuable. If they're not, and if you are good at your, your job here of networking, when you do the follow-up, 
for years and years and years, you're letting them know. I tell people flat out, oh my gosh, Eunice, one of these days we're going to work together. I just think you're amazing. How could somebody be offended by that or bothered when you're telling them something wonderful about them? And he, he, was al- he always did that. He was always just friendly and he would just checking it, just checking in, and that's kind of what he would say. Just checking in on your Bobby, you know, how are you, what's going on, and by the way, Isogenics has X now, you know. So he always just kept him in the loop. You know, I love that, and it kind of speaks to the title of our, our theme call tonight about everyone deserves your time, and that includes the people you're following up on. Absolutely. Wow, so there were some good nuggets there, so I hope everybody got that. I mean, I'm just thinking about people that I – follow up on and a lot of these people are not they're not saying no they're just saying not now or I'm still into what I'm doing correct they're just absolutely you know I mean I to me it doesn't matter what the answer is for me I mean unless the answer is yes to me I don't I don't it doesn't matter like okay and I always tell them they say you know I've had people tell me flat out no and I'm, I just kind of laugh I go oh my gosh you're so crazy I you know I'm gonna follow up with you in six months though <laughs> I mean, I it doesn't it doesn't matter to me because my belief is so high. I'm so fully in with 100% belief in the products and the business that to me, I I know that it, their life is going to be benefited by them getting in. So it's not a matter of of you know what they say. It's just a matter of when the timing is right. I, I can honestly say that that when the people that I have followed up with and that I continue to follow up with, they, see, they never go off the list. They don't ever get off of the list. They just get moved to, you know, the next time I'm going to follow up. And, you know, I, I, I mean, my list is, has dwindled because of the fact that I have, they, they sign up eventually. Just timing. Just being a friend, you know, allowing. See, here's the thing, my perspective on network marketing, you know, because everybody makes it about them. Because, you know, you start network marketing because you have a need yourself. You're, you need the finances. You need the health, whatever. But when I, my perspective on, on network marketing is it's not about me. It's about the other person. And so I'm constantly just trying to add value to their life with what I'm offering to them. And it's just a matter of timing. It's just a matter of timing. They know that I truly care. I ran into a girl that I've been prospecting for three years. She was one of the very first people that I talked to when we signed up into Isogenics. And I've consistently followed up with her. I, she happened to – I, I – uh, sent her a message, a Facebook message, about two weeks ago. It was a week and a half ago or something, and she was on spring break in another state. And I said, well, I'd love to chat when you get back. Well, she happened to be at my gym. I've never seen her at my gym in three years. She was at my gym. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, hi, how are you? And she's like, I'm sorry, I haven't called you back. I go, no worries. And anyway, she has some, some things that I think the products would help her with. And so she, I said, you know, girl, because she knows the network marketing profession. Her husband's been in it for many years. I said, you know, girl, I know everybody in networking thinks it's always just about the sign-up, but I really, truly want you to try the products because I know what you're going through, and I, I believe I've seen you know, other people have results with these products. I've watched what they've done. So when the timing's right, just call me because I know this is going to help you. And I left it at that. Well, by the time I got home from the gym, she had already sent me a Facebook message, and it was long. Oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this. We're doing that. I don't know if I could promote Isogenics, but I'd really like to try the product, but we're committed to this other company, yada, yada, yada. And my, here's my response to her. I said, her, her name is Jen. I said, Jen, I am not even interested in having you promote the products. I just want you to get on them for your health. 
she was totally taken aback by that because my approach is not about her. I, I mean about me. It's about her. What, what, where is she at? She is in a little bit of a health crisis. So I'm, I want her to try the product. What do I know? I know when she gets on the product, she's going to fall so deeply in love because they're going to have such a dramatic effect on her that she's not going to be able to keep her mouth shut. But I don't force it on her. I just let it happen organically. And that approach for me, uh, for my 12 years in the profession, has been very successful. I love that. I th- that's just great language, Michelle, because you corrected her very nicely that this is really about her health because of this. Because there's a stereotype that people have about network marketing that everybody's trying to get something from someone. Yeah. And, and not give something. I, I told her I just took it off the table. I said, I said, no pressure. That was actually what I said. I said, no pressure on that. I'm not, you know, I'm not looking to do that for you. I'm just looking to have, you know, for you to have better health. But, but I mean, it's kind of like, a, it's almost a takeaway. You know, you've heard the takeaway. It's almost a takeaway. Like she's saying, I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm like, well, I didn't want you to do it, <laughs> which makes people want it more. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I know that's, it's a little bit of that approach when I go in because what I know is when people here, – here's me. If I feel like you're pushing me, I just resist. I want to make the decision on my own, and so I'd like to give that to people as well. If they feel like I'm pushing them or something, I just – I let it go. No, 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 that's not what I'm doing. I'd like you to have it for this reason and this reason only, but only when the timing's right. When the timing's right, you call me. I, I want them to have the freedom, and, not, and I want them to feel excited about their decision, not pressured about it. So you take the pressure off instead of putting it on. I, I take the pressure off. Right. And a lot of us tend to put the pressure on because we're trying to hit a goal and it's about yeah. us again, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just human nature. You know, we're thinking, oh, my gosh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want this to happen. I want that to happen. And I'll be honest, I, I have very, very rarely hit my goals in the timeline that I, that I set out for myself. Um, actually, you know, I have – I. I've, have never hit them <laughs> on the, my target. Do I hit them? Yes, but never on my target. I mean, if it was up to me, we would have been maxed out by the end of last year, but that didn't happen. And, but, you know, I just continually tr- do with authenticity. I authentically and honestly make it about the other people. And, you know, I know I'll get there. It's just, you know, kind of my timing has not lined up yet with God's timing, but it always lines up at some point with the goal. And so I just, I just, I always put the other person first because, this, in this business, it's very easy to become about your goals first, and I find that to be a slippery slope because the only thing that we can control in network marketing, the only thing we can control is what we do. I can't control what my team does. I can't control who they talk to, who they sign up, what activity they're in or not in. I can only control me. So you know, you're, you're hitting a goal. I'm not saying don't run after them and do blitzes. We certainly do that. But you have to understand you're running after a moving target because the only, you have a volunteer army and the only thing you can control is you. So I try to, you know, I pressure myself, but I also try to take the pressure off myself and realize, you know, I can only do what I can do and I will continue to help serve the people on my team and help them hit their goals because when I help them hit their goals, at some point I will hit my goal. That's so true. And, you know, I, I want to segue into something off this whole, what you're talking about, which is when we enroll people, we have a lot of times uh, it could be within that first week or even the first day, people are saying, you know, I know that there's an opportunity because I'd like to help myself financially. You know, we're in a situation we'd like to have a different lifestyle and change the direction where we're going. And, 
and you know, because you, you you may have shared about the opportunity and those kind of things. And so people say, I want to do things, and and tendency for some of us that are leaders is we just want to start training and developing these people kind of like at our pace, the way we want to do it and as fast as we want to do it. And you have this, you, you shared this saying with me the other day, and I just want you to kind of elaborate on it because it's so perfect. You talk about hitting the tennis ball back to everyone. And so I'd like to have you just share about that concept. Totally. Um, well, what we were talking about was, and, and I was talking about it with my husband the other day, for, for whatever reason in this profession, maybe it's in other professions too, but in, in network marketing, you hear a lot of the times you'll hear different people, various leaders or whatever, and they talk about um, qualifying your time with people. Oh, well, you, you, know, you have to qualify their, your time with people. You, you don't, don't spend time with this person. Don't spend time with that person. I, I have found that I don't believe in that. And um, I believe, you know, like, like we were talking about, I believe every single person deserves your time. But, but, it's, but remember, it's not about you. It's about them. So um, I train the people on my team that you, don't, you never blow somebody off. I mean, you know, if 87% of the people that sign up in Isogenics do so just because they want the product and that's all they're ever going to do, then why would we blow them off when that's the majority of the people that we have? But, but, but in your example, let's say somebody says that they want to do the business because I think we get a lot of people saying that, right? They say, oh, my gosh, I need this. I have to have this. I want to do this. I have these goals. And then we get all excited because we're like, oh, my gosh, we got a business builder. And then we're, like, bum-rushing them with all this information. Okay, here's what you got to do, blah, 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 blah. And then you don't hear from them again. And then you're like, again, now it comes us. Well, you told me this, so I'm, I'm, I'm throwing all this, come to this, get on this call, do this. And, and then you'll get frustrated. A lot of times people get frustrated, then they'll be done with somebody. But, but here's what I teach. I teach in this business that it's like tennis. So you hit the ball to somebody. You hit it. That's, that's your job. Hit the ball. Give them the next step. And then to the, to the degree or to the swiftness that they hit the ball back to you, that's, that's, how you, that's when you respond. So I, you know, I tell everybody, I was thinking about this today, I tell everybody on my team, call me. I'm never too busy for me, for you. Use me and abuse me. Those are my exact words. Use me and abuse me. You can call, text, or message me any time of the day. I'm going to be here for you. And can I tell you the amount of people that actually do that is so tiny. I'm hitting the ball to as many people as I can, but only a very small percentage will hit it back. And so the ones I hit it back, I hit it back again. But when the other people, the slower people, whatever pace they go, when they hit it back, I don't not hit it back to them again. I'm there for them at that time, but at whatever pace they're ready for. And I have found that that um, – uh, matter of fact, we had a dinner just recently. We did a Super Saturday and had a dinner afterwards. We had some other leaders, some cross-line leaders that trained at the event, and they were talking to one of my one of people on my team. And it was this whole conversation about, oh, you have to qualify your leaders and you don't spend time with people if they don't do this. And if they don't want to do this, then you just tell them you go work with somebody else. And her and I were having a discussion about it. And she, I said, ooh, that's not my philosophy at all. She goes, oh, I know. She goes, if that was your philosophy, I wouldn't be here right now because I wasn't ready in the beginning. So, you know, somebody that, in the girl that I'm talking about in particular, she signed up just for the product. Wouldn't even let me literally finish the sentence about the opportunity. But I just hit the ball back to her real gently, real gently. Well, guess what? She's a three-star, almost, you know, coming up on four-star, and she retired from her 22-year career. Wow. (laughs) That is so cool. So let me – I'm going to ask about these um, hitting the ball back. So – 
sometimes we get excited. We have somebody that says, oh, my gosh, I want to do this business, and we hit 20 balls over at once, like within three days. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. And, like the overload. And, is that what it is? We hit, we hit all these tennis balls over to them, and they are probably just got pummeled, and now they don't do anything. So is the advice, is the advice to give them just hit like small steps, like say, hey, just go check out the isomovie.com, watch a couple of videos, and let's chat. Is it that kind of small step? You're, you're exactly right. I, I tell people, I give, them, I give them one bite, one bite, one small bite, and I wait for them to actually chew that bite up and start digesting it before I give them the next. And it's really funny, Mike, because, you know, just kind of the typical getting started training. Okay, make your list, do this, plug into this, plug into that. And I realized one day, somebody on my team said, you know, I've signed up more people than you, but you have more business builders. What am I doing wrong? And I started to sit back and think about what do I actually do with people? And I, what I actually do is I take the first 30 days, the first 30 days with anybody, whether they say they want the product or the business, and I am literally spoon-feeding them information so that they will get great results on the product. I'm not overloading them. I'm not plugging them into the calls. Now, remember, if they're hitting the ball back, I'm going faster. However fast they want to go is how fast I go with them. But my goal in the first 30 days is to make sure that they get awesome results on the product and use the products right so that they can fall in love. And that I, my, that's number one goal. My number two goal is I get them paid. I've got to get them paid within that first 30 days because now they have belief in the product, number one, and number two, now they have belief that there is something there with the business opportunity. That's my goal with everybody, product users and business people. And then, you know, like I said, some people don't engage, and that's okay. I'm, I'm not mad at them. I don't, I don't blow them off or stop talking to them. I'm still there when they're ready, if they're ever ready. But in my mind, those people that don't engage, they're just great product users. They're my customers, and I just give them great customer service when they need it. But um, you're, you're right. I just do it a bite at a time. So, so am I hearing that your, your 30-day goal, besides kind of being at their hip available and walking them through, um, that first 30 days is also looking for an opportunity for them to become a consultant. Yes. Something. Yeah. That's my. That's like my my bottom of the barrel goal with people. I want to at least get them to consultant. And so for let's say for a product user, they're not interested. They don't care. I just tell them, listen. My goal for you is in the first 30 days to get your package paid for, whatever package they've gotten. Because what I have found now here is that. Um, I will, so many more people will engage and, and refer more people if they've gotten some pay. It's one thing to talk about it, draw out U plus two, they see it, it sounds good. But when they get that text message and they see that card and there's money loaded on that card, it is literally like a magical switch in their head. And now, even if they don't fully engage in the business, they will send people to me. Because to me, let's say you're my person, Mike, and you're not interested at all, but you get good results, you made 50 or or $100 in your first 30 days, you're now motivated if somebody asks you about it because I did the work the first time. You didn't even do it. You don't even know how you earn the money because I did it. But you're now motivated to send me somebody. What if you sent me the next Michael Klaus, the next Mike and Eunice? So I'm perfectly willing to be that for those people because they're leading me to the next person. People always say, they, oh, I don't have anybody else to talk to. Every person that you've signed up is now another 100 people that you've never met. So that's kind of my strategy. 
that is, yeah, and, and we mentioned the same thing, that everybody has at least 100 friends on Facebook, and so there's a whole circle of influence. So oh, absolutely. The tab. So I want to, uh, can you just touch on, you've, you've, your, your organization has kind of gone into some momentum here uh, where you rank advancing from four to seven star, and I really believe from what I've heard is it has a lot to do with your teams, right? You've been developing and building teams, correct? Yeah, for sure. And before the call, um, I knew you, go, you were going to maybe ask me about that, so I actually wrote down our timeline for rank advancing. And, and we're not rocket ships. We signed up at the end of, uh, the end of 2012, right, 2012, um, September 2012. We hit three-star in June of 2013, so it was like nine months. We hit four-star in March of 2014. We went from four to five, and that was our shortest time span. March of 2014, we were four-star. August of 2014, we went five-star. Um, in April of 2016, we went six-star. And then in April of 2017, we went seven-star. So it took us a year to go from six to seven. And, uh, you know, again, those, those are not my goal. Those weren't my goal timelines. It just happens how it happens. Um, but our Bobby has been saying this since I met him. His philosophy in building a network is build leaders and teams will come. And so, you know, it's one thing for you to rank advance, but it's another thing for you to rank advance because of the rank advancements that are happening on your team. Because your business is only as secure as the number of people you have ma making money. So, for example, let's say you go four-star, but you don't have anybody who's, you know, making three, four, five thousand a month on your team. To me, that is not a super solid business. Your business is solid when you have people making, you know, their three stars and four stars and five stars. Now your business is starting to get solid because when you have somebody making money like that, they're engaged fully. They're not leaving. They're not even thinking about it. They're excited. They want to move up the ranks. So our goal is always to help to develop, um, you know, the leadership, train people on the profession, and teach people how to, you know, duplicate themselves. And let's just talk. We're getting already. Gosh, it's been packed. We're already getting closer oh, to the sorry. call. But no, no, we're good. Just a couple more minutes. But let's talk about that duplicating. Um, and social media, because they kind of go together a little bit, don't they? Um, for, well, social media has been just the most phenomenal tool for all of us, I think, now in, in today's network marketing. It's free. It's free. It's free marketing. You have a huge reach, and if you use it properly, that reach will never end. I mean, you can just continue to continue to continue. But for, for us, when it comes to duplication, um, really, duplication is, is always about simplicity, it's always about simplicity and, and systems. So, you know, I can never be you. I can't become you. I can't become Eunice. I mean, we're all individual humans. You can't duplicate a person, but you can duplicate a system. And so I'm sure you guys have systems, systems specific to your team. You know, those, those systems you know, that you have on your team, that's what you have to keep teaching. And you have to keep it so simple that if you have somebody signed up next door to you or you have signed, somebody signed up across the country from you, they can, they can do the exact same thing. That's where duplication happens. And they can only do that, they can only do that if it's simple. And we've done this before at trainings. Do you remember the telephone game, Mike? Uh, well, refresh me. <laughs> okay. So you remember the game where you would whisper something in somebody's ear 
and they would have to whisper oh. to the person next to them. Yes. And then they, yes. all the way down until it got to the back of the room. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, you could come up with a, a poem and tell somebody, you know, roses are red, violets are blue, blah, 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 something. And, and by the time that gets to the back of the room, it literally is not even close to the, what started because it was kind of complex. But if you say red in the person's ear, the first person, what do you think the likelihood of, the, of them saying red at the back of the room is? Pretty good because very simple. So that's how this business works. If we overcomplicate and we come up with all these, you know, this verbiage and all this stuff, it cannot be duplicated past sometimes even level one. So you just got to keep everything so simple. And, you know, in all of our (laughs) wisdom and being in the profession for all this time, you you really could get wordy and and complicated, but you just got to keep, you know, for lack of, something that sounds more politically correct. You have to keep dumbing it down. I mean, really, we just got to keep making it more and more and more simple. Just make it simple for people because the more simple it is, the more duplication people will have. And uh, I think that's hard to do as it really, it's actually harder to keep it simple because there's so much awesome stuff to tell people. (laughs) You just got to keep it simple. Keep it simple. I know we get so excited. And there's so much information. I think that is the, the goal as a leader is to keep it simple and not let people get straight out on other um, ideas and resources and, and also creating their own system when there's yes. already a simple one. Yes. And I want to I kind of get uh, – we're going to get close to closing here, but physical transformations. I know that Bobby did the, um, the Ice the Body Challenge, but how important are physical transformation for us in this business, um, would you say? I'm so glad you asked that. Um, it's number one. It, it really is number one. And maybe your, your physical transformation isn't that you have weight to lose because everybody doesn't. But everybody can have some sort of a transformation, whether it's more energy, you know, looking younger, better health. Everybody can have one. And if somebody came to me, if you came to me today, Mike, and you said, okay, I want this, I want this business, I'm going to give it all I got, what's my first step? My number one first thing that I tell everybody is we've got to get you on the product first, first and foremost. And here's, here's why. Here's what I believe. Because to me, if you're talking about something, whatever it is, let's just, we'll just use Isogenics. If you're talking about Isogenics products and you are not emotionally invested in them because they have had an effect on your body, then now you are a salesperson. You're a salesperson. You're talking about, you are talking about a product to somebody with the goal of them selling or them buying it. But if you use something every day because you love it and it's had an effect on your life and had, it's made a change in your life and your body, you are not a salesperson. You are an advocate. And so we teach people the first thing uh, that they need to do is they need to connect on a personal level with the product. They have to use the product. And people will sometimes get stuck in their business. They'll say, it's not going anywhere. I don't know what to do. Well, you, if you have a physical transformation that you can make, like let's say you still have that last 25 pounds, I'm just using that as an example, and you're not finishing your transformation, then what you're doing by sharing isogenics is not congruent with what isogenics is. And so your business will stop. You'll have a stopping point there. You have to be congruent with the philosophies and the products that you're in love with. So that physical transformation is number one, number one. Gosh, Michelle, you just had a home run, and I thank you so much. Oh, and, well, thank you. Uh, I had fun. Sorry, I'm long Oh, my gosh. No, you're not. You're, you're, you're loaded is what you are, and so I just appreciate it. 
And everyone just got to hear from one of the top 100 global income earners, Michelle Schaefer. And I just want to thank you for taking the time tonight to share uh, such amazing information. I, I can't even recap it. It's just best to listen to the recording. But I'm going to say good night, and I'm going to give you a, uh, the last remark just to, on your saying goodbye, good night to everyone. Oh, I'm so glad you did because I just want to say to your team um, that you guys are so lucky. I mean, Mike and Eunice, just, we met Mike and Eunice at the very first event we went to in 2012, which was the ICU in Arizona. And you're, you are so privileged to be on a team of people with integrity, leadership, knowledge of the profession. And so I just say follow their lead because they're going places. And I guarantee you that your next couple of rank advancements are going to be like boom, boom, boom. They're not gonna, you're not going to be taking the slow train to China like we're taking. You're, you're going to be, on, you're already on the fast track. I know it's coming. And um, so I just thank you guys for, for who you are in this company, who you are in the profession, and for being such great friends to us. And um, thank you for letting me be on the call. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And, and uh, I know Eunice is saying thank you also. So Yes. We love you, Michelle and Bob. Love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. I love, appreciate and love you guys so much. So with that, I'm going to say good night. Everyone have a great week. Until next Thursday night, let's, let's connect with some people, all right? Good night. Bye. Thank you.